Hey, Explorers, I'm Justine. We do not have Estrella with us today, but we are still your social agent navigators here to guide you through the crazy world of social media and real estate. Do you struggle with planning and organizing? Maybe difficulty completing tasks? What about struggle with initiating those hard to do or boring tasks? How about self-monitoring your behavior? time management, shifting attention between tasks, remembering what it is that you're doing like literally right now. Well, these are all signs of an executive function disorder or problem or issue. Let's just say a lack of executive functioning skill. Executive functioning deficiencies are one of the main symptoms of ADHD, but you can absolutely have some executive functioning issues whether or not you have ADHD. So today, we're just going to call it ADHD. It's what I have. I know I've talked about it a lot on this podcast. I'm going to talk about four skills that can help you as an ADHD realtor get through those daily struggles. Before even getting into any of these steps, I would suggest you get two things. You need to get a timer and you need to get a notebook, one notebook for everything. I use one notebook. I keep my whole life in there instead of using a notebook for, let's say, um, client notes, a notebook for recipes I want to jot down, a notebook for my task lists, a notebook for brainstorming. Instead of a bunch of different ones, as an ADHDer, I use one notebook. I carry it around with me everywhere I go, and I don't have to find all my different notebooks. It makes my life much easier. And now let's get into those skills. The first skill that is absolutely needed if you have any type of executive functioning issue is called chunking. It is breaking down bigger tasks into much, much smaller ones. As a teacher, the advice that I used to give to the paraprofessionals in my classroom for the students was, if you can take a task and you can break it into five tasks, break it down. If you can then break down one of those five tasks into three more tasks, break it down. If you can then break one of those tasks into two tasks, break it down. Basically, you want to break down any task into as many tasks as possible because this is going to allow those ADHD brains to get a handle on them and make them not as overwhelming. Chunking helps our brains, those of us who have any type of executive functioning issues, understand time blindness better. On time blindness means blindness means you just you really can't wrap wrap your head around correctly like how long something takes. And a lot of that is because we're not clearly seeing all of the steps in a process. So Whereas somebody who doesn't have these issues might be able to look at a task and kind of see it like a little map in their head of like A to Z, this is how I get through this. And an ADHD brain is going to look at a big task and think, oh my gosh, there's all these steps. I don't know how to put them together. They seem all jumbled and out of place. They can't tell how much time each of those steps is going to take. And it just becomes kind of instantly overwhelming. And so there really is a difference in how the brain works. These are things that have been studied. There are different parts of your brains that light up when you have executive functioning issues or you have a properly working executive 
functioning brain. So these are not just like, uh, you know, somebody needs to get better at this. These are actual things that are difficult. So breaking things down into those smaller tasks is going to help us be more accomplished. How do we do that? Number one, you're going to take that notebook I talked to you about in the beginning, and you're going to start taking a log of tasks down. This seems super tedious, and I don't want this to get overwhelming in itself. So I want you just to focus on one task at a time. You don't have to put yourself on some type of limit to get like all your log, all your tasks logged by the end of the week or something like that. But just in bits and pieces at a time, start breaking down some of your daily tasks that you do as a realtor and really, really break them down into different parts and start timing them on a log in that wonderful notebook you have along with that timer that I also told you to get. For instance, use one task for one log. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. I'm going to give you just like a regular real life example, and then I'm going to give you a real estate agent example. Let's say laundry, for instance. Why can I not get it done in a day? Let's talk about all the steps that it actually takes. So laundry, let's say you've got a family of four or even a family of one, whatever, doesn't even matter. One step is gathering up all the dirty laundry and bringing it to the laundry room. This seems minute, but this can actually be a very good step. You're going room to room. If you're somebody like me who literally waits until you run out of all of your clothes until you do your laundry. So you're not doing it weekly like you should be, but whatever, you know, we're not perfect at everything. And I like to go through everything single outfit that I have before I do my laundry. But then it's very hard for me to put together like, okay, how long is this going to take? So number one, first step, gather all the dirty laundry, bring it to the laundry room. This might take 30 minutes. Then we're going to need about three hours, less or more, depending on the size of your family and how long you let your laundry go for to get all that laundry done. So there's a few things that can happen. You could for each set of laundry, go and fold. And then all day you're just like folding and going back and doing more. To me, that just doesn't work, right? Or you get through all of your loads, you put all your laundry somewhere. So you've got three hour break, let's say, in between where you're just putting loads of laundry in and taking your clean laundry and putting it somewhere. That's another step. Let's say three hours. How about folding? So depending on how many people in your family, how much laundry, laundry you have, Folding could take you anywhere from like 20 minutes to an hour. Now we have to go put them away in all of their allotted drawers or closets, whatever. That's going to be probably at least 30 minutes. So we think of laundry in our head as this just like task, right? It's so easy to just do throughout a day, but it's really not because if it's not planned properly and you're not setting a specific time to get these things done, it's not gonna get done. We're looking at that one list of laundry and we're looking at like four to five hours. We don't really think of laundry as a four to five hour task, but it is. So breaking it down into these small steps allows us to then figure out like, okay, how much time do I actually need to get this done? Number one, maybe this needs to be done on different days. So, you know, maybe I'm gathering all that laundry and bringing it to the laundry the night before. Maybe I'm doing, you know, a couple of those loads while I'm running errands, and then I'm not planning to fold until the end of the night after dinner. So it's allowing us to really kind of plan out 
exactly what needs to be done and then actually put those different chunks into parts of the day that work for us. And maybe it will make us realize, okay, I'm not doing this once per week. How can I put this in once per week and where can I fit it in? But that chunking just really allows us, like I said, to see the big picture and then place all the separate separate chunks as different tasks and accomplishments. Let's do an example for real estate. I'm going to talk about my post planning, for instance. There's so many steps to post planning. So, you know, you say post planning. I'm going to plan what I'm going to put on my social media for the next week or the next month. The first thing that needs to happen is I need to brainstorm for ideas. Myself, I do this by watching reels or I do some Google keyword research. That's one chunk. That's just one part. Another thing I need to do is, let's say, decide on 10 things that I want to post for for the month. So I'm going to have to make a list. After I've got my list done, I need to research and write copy and content for those posts, along with coming up with any hashtag strategies that I have. I'm going to have to record any videos if I need them. I'm going to have to edit if needed. I'm going to have to go to Canva to make visuals for the posts. Then I'm going to have to schedule and post. So as you can see, there are all those different chunks. Now, if I just say I'm doing post planning today and I'm not thinking about it at all and I don't accomplish every single one of these steps, I might feel really, really horrible and it's going to make me avoid doing my post planning. When we allow ourselves to chunk these things and we time ourselves and we log those in our notebook, it allows for more proper planning. It allows us to actually accomplish these little pieces and feel accomplished after we get one of those little pieces of the pie done. And this eventually will bring us to finally accomplishing those big tasks. Since you don't have all of your tasks logged right now like this, just start logging one task at a time. But in the meantime, if you can, break down your priorities for the day into as many steps as you can and accomplish them little bit by little bit. And this is going to help your ADHD brain super significantly. And of course, always later on, you're going to reflect, you're going to revise, redo, repeat. Second skill is called pairing. I love this one. It is a newer skill that I have learned lately. And it's funny because as a teacher, I used to use reward systems all the time. But again, as adults, we forget to use those same reward systems that were so greatly for ourselves. But we're basically going to put ourselves on a reward system, a behavior system for us ADHD adults. And what you're going to do is you are going to pair your unpleasant tasks that you can't stand doing. Maybe they're super boring or they're just too overwhelming. And after you have chunked them, mind you, you want to chunk them first. You do not want to pair some unmanageable large tasks that you have not chunked with some reward because you may never get to that reward and then this will never work. After you have chunked, you're going to start pairing some of those small tasks with pleasant tasks. So you're going to use the pleasant task as a reward either immediately after this difficult task or during. Let me give you some examples. Let's say, Francis, and this is what I've been doing lately, my database is something I do not enjoy working on. I don't enjoy entering addresses. I don't enjoy updating it. There's just nothing about admin work that I like. So I need to get my, my database together. I need to add more people to my database. 
What I've been doing lately is going to the coffee shop during my database work. I love going to the coffee shop. For some reason, I just get motivated by being around other people. I just like the whole atmosphere. So I, that's kind of my reward. I'm going to go work on my database. I'm going to put my timer on, watch how long it's taking me to put these people in my database. And then I'm going to have my reward at the same time. And that's being at the coffee shop. Uh, something else might be, you know, you have to do 30 minutes of prospecting before you can go on your daily walk that you love or before you can listen to your favorite podcast. The key here is that the reward has to be big enough that it's actually going to be motivating for you to get that task done. And on the same side or the other side, the task has to be small enough and broken down enough that that chunk is accomplishable. So it's those two first things that we talked about, bringing it down into a small enough piece and then pairing that with a nice little reward. It may seem silly that some of us ADHD brains have to do this, but whatever, whatever can get you to do things that you need to do. Uh, and again, just remember, don't make your tasks too big because you're just going to end up sitting there all day and not getting done what you need to get done. All right, on to skill number three. It is plan for who you are now. I know Estrella and I have talked about this for, before, but we always like start to make plans like I'm going to do this and I'm going to accomplish this. Yes, we know that there are things we can do, but we don't plan for like, okay, well, how has my brain been working lately? What has been and what hasn't been working for me? If I set this goal to be like on task and doing what I'm supposed to be doing every hour of the day for the next week when I haven't been able to accomplish like my top three tasks because uh, maybe I haven't been chunking them or using my timers or whatever. And it's kind of like setting up an unrealistic plan for yourself. So you really need to plan for who you are now. Take baby steps towards who you want to be. That can come over time, but don't plan for like this person that you are not. One of the things I think about all the time with this is time blocking. When I first got into real estate, all I heard was time blocking, time blocking, time blocking. And even when I was a teacher, you know, we kind of worked on a time block schedule as well. With an ADHD brain, that time block can feel, number one, extremely constraining, also extremely overwhelming. Like you look at your calendar and every hour is carved out. Like there's no mistake time that can be put in there. And even if you are leaving like whatever, an hour for to catch up on random tasks and stuff. It just, it did not work for my brain. It also didn't work to break down large tasks into multiple pieces every single day. So what I mean by that is some people might do like an hour a day for social media posting. Some people might do an hour a day to make videos. Some people might do an hour a day to do, um, you know, home equity reports or CMAs, I found that with my brain, daily chunking and daily planning works a lot better along with an, a priority list. Because my ADHD brain, even with chunking, doesn't necessarily understand time. Like I just can't time things out well, time blindness. I pretty much already know that if I think something's going to take a certain amount of time, I want to like double or triple it. That might sound like awful to some people because you're like, what? You could give yourself double the time or triple the time, but 
there is research that nobody really estimates time properly, but especially people who have any type of executive functioning issue, which is don't get a handle on how long things are actually going to take because we can't see all the steps. So instead for me of having that daily time block, I have like, okay, Friday is going to be work on content, video content days and social media content days. For one month, it might be, you know, that first Friday might just be planning out. That second Friday might be writing all my scripts, doing all my Canva work. Third Friday might be recording. And that fourth Friday might be editing and getting them out for the following month. So also understand that when you start planning in this way, you may not have something done this week, That, but that's okay. If you need to start getting on this kind of system or whatnot to be a month ahead of time, that's all right. And this daily planning, this might not work for you either. You might need a week plan. You might need like, okay, the first week of my month is my video month. Every single day, I work on my social content planning. I work on my videos. I work on my editing. And by the first week of the month, I'm done with everything. And that next week, you work on your database and you go through your database and you send out anything you need to to your farm and you do your you know monthly database touch points, everything like that. It's really about what works best for you. If you are, are an ADHD brain and that eight, that daily time blocking does work for you, don't try something else. My point here is do what works for you. Some other just little pointers that I find help are checklists. So a checklist for what you need to get started at your desk when you go to social post or when you go to prospect, an admin checklist, a priority checklist, a task list. Um, other things that help are visual schedules for you, visual timers, literally put them everywhere in your house. How long is it taking you to get up and get ready in the morning? How long is it taking you to do breakfast? How long is it taking you to do lunch? Set those reminders on your phone. These are all just little things that can help with that ADHD brain. And skill number four, I would say is one of the most important because we can't get through any of this stuff if we do not work on managing our self-talk. That is correct. Everybody, whether you're ADHD brain or not, we tend to talk down for ourselves all the time inside our heads. I need to do this. I have to do this. Why can't I do this? I have to get this done. Why can't I be better at this? We really have to start focusing on how we're talking to ourselves because more than we know, this is affecting how we get through our day. So Instead of, I need to be perfect, it's, I can do this. Instead of, I have to, it's, I get to. Instead of, I should, it's, I'm going to. Instead of, I have to finish, I get to finish. It's really changing those little ways that you talk to yourself in your head. So once this is done, I get to. I can do this small part. Justine, you can do this. Whatever, you know, say your own name, you can do this. Practice anytime you find yourself speaking in a negative manner or speaking in like, oh, why do I have to do this manner? Start thinking of like, oh, if I do this, I get to do this. Or if I do this, I'll have, you know, this will get better in my life. Just really focusing on that positive self-talk. Your action item of the week is going to be to time long some of your tasks, at least one of your tasks. I don't care if you don't have your notebook yet or a timer, find one around the house, use your phone, get that piece of paper out. And I really want you just to time every single part of the task 
out for yourself so that you can figure out how long does this one task actually take you and can you do it in one sitting or do you now need to break this up and put it into different parts of your day or week or month? Well, all mayor posts have a journey of a lifetime and see you at the next destination.